Welcome back to Bible study. Just a simple title, isn't it? There's so much contained within it. Welcome back to John Campbell and to Derek Walker. Looking forward to um, further wonderful insights from Galatians chapter 3. I think, John, you're going to read? I am. From verse um, 5 to, to 9, and Derek will pray. Therefore, he who supplies the Spirit to you and works miracles among you, does he do it by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Just as Abraham believed God and it was accounted to him for righteousness. Therefore know that only those who are of faith are sons of Abraham. And the scripture, foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith, preached the gospel to Abraham beforehand, saying, In you all the nations shall be blessed. So then, those who are of faith are blessed with believing Abraham. Thank you. Lord, we thank you that you are the one who supplies the Spirit to us and works miracles among us. Lord, thank you for your Holy Spirit that's with us now. Thank you that you supply the Holy Spirit to each person listening right now as we hear your word by faith and receive all the grace that you have for us. Lord, just bless us now, we pray, as we seek to honour you by understanding your word. Lord, make it real to us. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 Uh, it's always wonderful when Abraham's brought into the picture because it's just amazing that he was in Ur of the Chaldees. He was out in, he was effectively a Gentile or a pagan, and then God reached, God chose him. And, and here we have, have an example. And the, I don't want to preempt all the, the mm -hmm. wonderful insights that are coming, but just the fact that um, righteousness was credited to him, and that's spoken of in Genesis 15. Mm. It's not written by Paul. You know, he believed God and righteousness was credited to him. Uh, basically, a, a pagan in Ur of the Chaldees. Mm. And he's the father figure. Yeah. And of course, these Jewish um, legalists, they were focused on Moses, mm. you know, and they were building yeah. all their thinking from Moses. But Paul is saying, come on, to get the actual big picture of, of how God works, yeah. you've got to go back before Moses to Abraham. Yeah. And, and so he's, he's saying, look, to understand redemption, you've got to go back to Abraham. You don't take your starting point as mm. Moses. And you'll understand Moses and his law in the context of what God did with Abraham. Isn't, isn't, there, isn't this, isn't Abraham, you know, doesn't he sort of um, epitomise the, the, our last, I don't know how many Bible studies on, on this subject, because it had to have been of God. You know, a human mm. thinking doesn't lead to the belief in one God. Monotheism came from that point in time where God, the, 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 the triune, but the only God came and spoke, so, so it wasn't a kind of human thinking about the worship of trees or the worship of the moon and the sun and the stars. It was um, something completely countercultural. Bang, God comes. Well, in. yes, yes, and no. Um, yeah. Things. I love your answers. Well, no, it's well, really good. Because if we go right back to the beginning, yeah. clearly they knew about God. Yes. Um, 
Adam and Eve certainly knew God. Mm, Their children were taught about God and how they could only go to him with blood. They understood that. So this, and of course, Cain didn't do that. Um, And this teaching came down the line because clearly there's blood sacrifices a long time before. Mm, for right. Abraham. So there is a knowledge of God, That's right. but like all things, a lot of it will, will have become perverted, corrupted, twisted. Which it, which it was. So we and had Noah, the flood, we had after Noah, the, yeah. the, you know, and then you have Babel, you, you have right. it all confused. That's right. Yeah. And, and, and without the reinforcement, um, then the, the, the deception will take the upper hand every time, yeah. unless you're reinforcing the truth. And if that wasn't being done, and it clearly wasn't being done, and the Lord was allowing it not to be done, because in due course he was going to call Abraham and bring everything back to square one again. Mm-hmm. And um, it, yeah, it is, it's wonderful. Just, just remind us, Derek, from, um, the, the, from Babel to Abraham, you know, how, 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 how many generations, roughly, um, of as it were, confusion and corruption and distortion had taken place before, um, you know, God spoke to Abraham. Yes, if you do the year count from... I knew he'd have an answer, that's what I thought I'd ask. You do the year count in the Bible, you know. Of course, course, at the time of the flood, the corruption had happened, but then Noah and his family were believers. So again, you've got just believers at the time. I think Mabel is, because... um, is, is talking, because there is a reference to the timing of Babel. It says, in the days of Peleg, I think it was, mm. the earth was divided. Yeah. And, and it's not talking about the, f- uh, it's talking about the division of the languages at the Tower yes. of Babel. Yes. And, th- and I think that's about a hundred years after the flood. So, and of course, Babel was, was a rebellion against God. That's so right. already there, the corruption has happened on quite a wide scale, even after a hundred years. Now, do the year count from the, from the start is, the flood is one, six, five, six years. Abraham, I think, is born after 2008 years. Right. So you're talking about, 500. from Babel to Abraham, about 350 years, is that right? Oh, all right, okay. To, to his birth, okay. Okay. Least, to okay. his birth. Okay. Uh, to, of course, he, he grew up in an idolatrous, Family. So from Noah to, to Babel is about 100 years. I think so. From Babel to, to Abraham is about 350. So it's quite a... Scope. 250. 250, got it. So okay. that was the sort of key, key thing in my mind. Uh, uh, and of course, somewhere in that region is where Abraham, you know, Ur of the Chaldees, you know, where Abraham was operating. Um, Which was a, a beautiful city, yeah. a well-developed... Um, city or center of moon worship. The, the That's the point. Sin, the God's sin. Yeah. Um, and uh, he grew, I think it's Joshua 24, he grew up in an idolatrous background. Yeah. 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 But as you say, God, God revealed himself to. So Abraham. the yes and no is, is absolutely <coughs> correct. Yeah. You know, that there, uh, and of course, he made man in his own image. There's, there's, he set eternity into the heart of man. Yes. There, there, there is no excuse. Um, because he's revealed in what he's created, Romans 1. Um, uh, but yet, it was a pretty darkened climate where, where, where Ab- Abraham, the, the, the natural sort of sociological tendency would not have been uh, the belief in one you know, no. Jehovah, no. God. No. no, it wouldn't. As you say, creation, the unity of creation speaks of one God. Yeah. If there were like multiple gods who made the world, 
like they kind of thought, well, there's the god of the trees, or you you wouldn't have the unity that you have that, that very, science very has, good has shown. But we see that even in life, all life is yeah. is of DNA, right. and that speaks of one god. That's right. You know. Uh, it doesn't speak of evolution, but God even deliberately the man, did it that the way. the Mandelbrot set of the, these patterns, the mathematical patterns, that it's, it does point to some single designer. Yeah. Yes, because, if, for instance, if there were three different gods who created the world, and they all did a bit, you'd have one type of animal on... See, people wonder, well, if, every, if we all have the DNA... Doesn't that speak of the fact we have a common origin, mm. hence evolution? Yeah. No, it doesn't. It means there's a common designer. That's right. And and he he using made, principles. That, that's his signature. Yeah. He deliberately used one form, which is DNA, mm. sending us the what's known as the biotic message that there is one creator. Yeah. Because if there are five different creators, there would be five different forms of um, yeah. DNA type of stuff. You see what I mean? Exactly. So God does send that message. But of course, man's sin causes uh, corruption. It's interesting, Joshua 24, just mention that here. Um, It says, Joshua said to all the people, verse 2, Thus says the Lord God of Israel, Your fathers, including Terah, the father of Abraham and the father of Nahor, dwelt on the other side of the river, Euphrates, in in old times, and they served other gods. Um, So that was his background. And then, of course... God did something special with Abraham. Mm. So I want to get in my head, is, is the natural ten? it is both, it's the yes and no, is the natural tendency to believe in many gods or is it to believe in one God? Coming back to my first question, it is because of sin within, it's to go, it's to go the, to. You know, through the senses, as it were, the five senses, to, yeah. to be subject to the prince of the power of the air. But, but yet within us, there's also that wonderful potential of the image of God. Which I was asking John, but you know, you yeah. can, we'll let you interrupt. <laughs> but I'd already no, answered I it. I know you've answered but it. I have, yes. I'm just, I'm agreeing, nodding sagely. That's right. I was trying to do a poll by asking the same question again. <laughs> well, I, what I would say is in Romans 1, it does talk about how the fact that people exchange the, the worship of the creator, the yep. one God creator, yep. Which I think is part of what God put in man's conscience. Yes, I believe that. But they focused on the creation, mm-hmm. and of course, and when you start doing that, then you you worship these lesser gods. Yeah. You you, you know yeah. that that you whether it's the god of the trees or the god yeah. of this or the god Which of aren't that. gods. They're just no. idols, and, and they're they're, 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 they're just, vacuous. And that's where the multiplicity of gods goes. And mm. but sometimes even kind of pagan or you know. People that we might think are backward in that regard, if you, sometimes they still do have the concept of the great God. It's just mm. that they've lost contact with them, and it's those local gods mm. that, that they have dealings with, yeah. Yeah. as it were. Yeah. But, but they, they might have a sense that there is. Yeah. And they slap in a plinth to the unknown God. Yeah, yeah. 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 exactly. Which so there is still, because God has put that thing in there, mm. but it's got overlaid with this, mm. you know, in practice, I remember I've got to visiting, appease the god of the fire and I've got to appease exactly. the god of the volcano, etc. I was just going to say, because know. I've once visited the, um, the home of Imelda Marcos, you know, saw all the shoe collection, but I was struck by her chapel, <coughs> which had everything in it. 
And that's the point. I mean, it, what, it, it, it had a Catholic <laughs> element to it, which you could say is the worship of the one true God, you know, a, a, a derivation of it. But the um, but every other bit of animism and everything else was slapped in there just to cover her, mm. as it were. And that's that's what pagans do, don't they? Mm. They, they want to cover themselves. Yeah. Yeah. By um, in in their search. Great. Well, mm. I just I was just sort of thinking that you know Abraham down in chapter fifteen. You know we have the gospel there in Ur of the Chaldees. You mm. know something happens, mm. and he has a rev as dare I say, a revelation of God, and he, and he believes it. Yes, and he's not, he's not necessarily justified by faith yet, no. although, he, as you say... But he, righteousness is credited. God is working in his life. Yeah. It's only until Genesis 15, which... Uh, oh, yeah, that's what I meant, was in Genesis verse, 15. In verse 6. Exactly. Um, it says, because in the bigger argument, Paul is saying, you know, foolish Galatians, you know, what you're believing contradicts the cross, it contradicts your own experience, and, and it also contradicts the Old Testament. You know, that's what yeah, he's saying yeah, now is, yeah. but we need to go back to Abraham. Yeah. He's the father of faith, you know. Let's find out how Abraham got saved. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, we know when he did because that's recorded for us in Genesis 15. Yeah. Verse 6, of course, says, Abraham believed God and it was accounted to him for righteousness. Yes, so how it. did Abraham get right with God? It was through faith, not That's through right. his works, That's not right. through being circumcised, because he was only circumcised much later, well, yeah. a number of years later anyway. Yeah. Um, he, was, he was saved through his faith, and that's a, a clear scripture, isn't it, in Genesis 15. Yeah. It's a classic, uh, a classic verse here. And um, where are we? Genesis 15. This is where God shows him the stars. That's right. Uh, it's the most wonderful, wonderful passage. Um, that, it's worth reading, isn't it? I don't know whether, John, you've got it. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just trying to find it. If we just... Um, Verse 4, maybe? Of, of um, Genesis 15. Yeah, yes, yes, yeah. That's the first thought, start there. Yeah. Uh, Genesis 15. <coughs> and behold, the word of the Lord came to him, him being Abraham, saying, This one shall not be, this one shall not be your heir, but one who will come from your own body shall be your heir. And then he brought him outside and said, Look now towards the heaven, and count the stars if you're able to number them. And he said to him, So shall your descendants be. Mm. And he believed in the Lord, and he accounted it to him for righteousness. Mm. Yes, yeah, so the question is, what, what did Abraham believe mm. um, that was credited to him as righteousness. Yes. So this is where I want to throw something in that might surprise yeah. people, okay. um, because the usual th uh, um, yeah. assumption is because God made the promise, oh, I could count a thousand stars, That's on a good night maybe you yeah. could count a thousand stars, um, you know, and God says, I'm going to give you that many children, mm -hmm. and Abraham believed that promise, and therefore that's how he was justified by faith. Mm -hmm. But that, that does not compute doesn't, with doesn't the rest kind of the Bible. Of sit well, does it? I mean, no. if God promised me, Derek, you know, because I don't have any children, no. God, I'm going to give you five children, mm. all right, um, or whatever. And I believe God that. But that won't save me. 
you know, it's good that I believe God and I yeah. trust God, mm. and that allows God to work in my life. But that's not a saving faith. To saving faith from Genesis to Revelation is believing in the Messiah. Yeah. All right. So how can how can this be? That uh, could I throw this in is that the moment you, of his yeah, salvation? Yeah. So you're, I know we're going to go further into this, but. Um, in uh, Romans 4, it, it seems very clearly connected to believing that the, the dead womb of Sarah would produce an heir. So he'd had the, the sort of human thinking of Hagar, you know, that seems to be the way to sort it out. But it, but <coughs> it's, it seems when, when in the parallel passage where it says, you know, Abraham believed God, you know, the God who calls things that are not as though they were and brings life from the dead and without, mm. without wavering in his faith, he was fully persuaded that God had power to do what he had promised. And then it says uh, he was 100 years old, you know, and Sarah's womb was dead. Yeah. Uh, it was, that was it's, great faith. It's sort of saying that's that that's That's not when he what, got saved. Okay, so that's, that's what, later. That's over 10 years later. Yes, well, See, there the, you are. This happened... Um, we don't but he know used exactly. the same term from, uh, you know, and righteousness was credited to him. And righteousness will be credited right. to us, believe, as it says in Romans 4. That's my point. Oh, I see. It will be also accredited to you, believe uh, in the God who um, raised, you know, gives life to the yeah. dead. Um, I, I'm, not, I'm not decrying, you know, no. what you're about to say, because I don't know what you're going to say. You're right. <laughs> I'm just... Well, it, it, but just before D just Derek to, does that, that yeah. could I just say that, as it were, introducing what I know yes. Derek's going to talk about, yeah. um, that it says here in verse... Uh, of which uh, a book? In verse 8. Yeah. And the scripture foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith preached the gospel to Abraham beforehand. That's right. And here we are in chapter That's 5, right. and we don't get the mention of it here, no. but we know it's happened. The Lord has preached, preached the, gospel the gospel to him, to and now Derek is okay. going to tell us how he did that. That's, that's it. Uh, now, I'm just trying to pin down where was the saving faith, but I yeah. may be well, we're going uh, to groping get around in the is, darkness. It, the, the, the Lord preached the gospel to Abraham, yeah. and he... Derek is going to tell us how he did that, and it's going to be mind-blowing. Um, well, just know. quickly scanning Romans 4, and I, I think yeah, okay. you might have misled us there, but I'm, oh, I'm not... I've, which verse uh, was that it? That is highly likely. Well... <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean that I've misled you? So, sorry. No, no, it's fine. I, I've, I, I, I know that... Oh, here, this is what you were quoting. Sorry. Yeah. For, I just want to check my righteous, It says righteousness was credited to him, um, and then oh, it did okay. pick up what you oh, said. Oh, I see earlier. what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. So I would the whole say following passage was yeah. Sarah. We've got something similar in James. Okay, okay. so it doesn't saying. Let's go to it. Otherwise, people will think we're just um, not um, yeah. pinning down what we're talking about. If we just read what I what I've said, and then we'll um, we can talk about that. Yeah, because um, so in Romans, the, the original four, moment yeah. when it says that is is. Genesis 15. So I know. I would exactly. say that's the moment when he was accounted righteous. Correct. But let's read Romans saying, 4. That's right, because there is verse 20. Great. Let's say okay. he did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief. That's right. But was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God. So yeah. clearly, this was when he was a hundred or that's so, right. yeah. ninety-nine hundred, yeah. um, and being fully convinced that what he had promised, he was also able to perform. Yeah. And I see what you're saying. And then and he said, verse 22. Yeah. It was accounted to him for righteousness. Yeah. Now, it, 
I see what you're saying there. Don't want to pull the rug on what no, you're, no. you're about. I mean, I would say, because there's a similar scripture in James Correct. that we need to check too. Yep, do that. But I would say that in this case, it's actually pointing to the fact that he was showing forth his faith. He, he was already a believer, all right? So, for instance, if we, you get saved at a certain point, but then a few years later, you do a tremendous act of faith. Yes, you, know, you be that's obey right. God. Yeah. And, and, and in a way, what you're doing there is you're confirming. That's right, of course. That you are justified by faith yeah. by your actions. You're, yeah. you're showing that forth. Yeah. And I that's think right. that's what it is pointing okay. to. It's not that he got justified a second time. No, 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 absolutely. See what I mean? Yeah, no, you're absolutely he, right. But, it, yeah. but what he did there it was consistent with the fact that... Yeah. And, 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 and the my, theme, the theme is consistent with Romans 10, where it says you believe in, uh, believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead. And it follows on here in, in uh, Romans 4, mm. but it says, um, the words it was credited to him, verse 23, were written not for him alone, but also uh, for us to whom God will credit righteousness, for us who believe in him who raised Jesus our Lord from the dead. That's saving faith. Yes is believing in the resurrection. And so there, there's a subset of that in that he believed in, as it were, life from the dead in the womb. Mm. There's a subset of that in that he believed that God, and I, I, I'm mm. doing a little bit of a, a, an addition here, to, you know, when he looked at the stars, he believed that God had created life from nothing. Mm. Yeah. You looked up at this yeah. dead, full of a mass of stars, it's, it's the God who calls things that are not as though they were and gives life to the mm. dead. Mm. That's just my two penneth yeah, before we look at the actual the faith stars that itself. he had when he believed first time, yeah. you know, when, when we're justified by faith, we, we have that faith now. Yes. You know, and that becomes the wellspring of our whole relationship with God. Yeah, yeah. So it's not like, so, so it's pointing to the fact his belief in the resurrection power of God. Yes. Is, is that same faith that he had when he originally believed. Yeah. And there's a similar example, because James talks about yes. in James 2, when he offered up Isaac, which was even later. Yes. And, and of course, he, what, when James says, in verse 21, James 2, 21, yeah. was not Abraham our father justified by works? This mm. is where people think exactly. he's contradicting though. That's but right. it, what, That's what this, Martin wanted to take it out. Yeah. Yes, it's, yeah. we're justified before God by a faith. But we are justified before men through our works. We show our faith yes. by our works. Yeah. That's what he's talking about. Because the word justified can mean vindicated. We, yeah. we, our faith is vindicated yeah. by our works. We prove that we're a genuine believer yeah. by our works. And then he says, when he offered up Isaac, his son, on the altar, do you see that his faith was working together with his works, and by works his faith was made perfect? And the scripture was fulfilled, which says, Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness. Using the same. See what I mean? Yeah, he's using the same but scripture. We know from that that what he means by that is, that's not when he became righteous, but the scripture was fulfilled. So yeah. in the same way, you do this great act of faith in your life, and I know you've done yeah. many, um, you know. Uh, Some the, only the Lord knows <laughs> whether they were my, my faith, Tim, foolhardy. You know, yeah. 
And then you, we could With say, the best of intentions, I've done quite a lot by faith, yeah. <laughs> like the language here is, yeah. I know you have. Yeah. And, and <clears throat> you know, the same language. It was fulfilled. Yeah. Your original justification by faith yeah. was fulfilled That's in right. your future acts of faith. Yeah. And, the, and they demonstrated the genuineness of your faith. So this See is the, I mean? cr the crunch verse in James, is where he says triumphantly in verse 24, which you'll need to read because I've got the wrong version for, for, to put up on the screen. But you see that a person is justified by what he does and not by faith alone, yes. <laughs> which goes against our last seven Bible studies. Yes, <laughs> but, only apparently. Uh, uh, that's what I mean, apparently. And what he's saying is there are, there are two justifications. That's what I want to hear. You are not, you are, a man is justified, sorry, mm, by works. So you're justified in, by your, to the world. Mm. Your faith is justified by your works towards the world. But before God, you're justified by faith alone. Wonderful. Yeah. That's, that's clarified it. And, and uh, you know. Very helpful. Um, what James um, is coming from the point of view is he's saying, look, you are saved. It's clear in the Bible. He t talks to them that they right. are saved. They're, yep. they're, they're born again. They're justified yep. by God. Um, but he's saying, now show it exactly in your exactly. in your life. You know. Yeah. Um, it's it's interesting. Do, in verse twenty, he even uses the term "you foolish man." I mean, he's almost saying "you foolish Galatians." <laughs> but that's the one yeah. wonderful part of the scriptures there. Great. So uh, that's how I would explain Romans four in great. the same way yep. that when he believed supernaturally for a son, which was awesome faith. Yeah, yeah. That's not when he got saved, That's but right. it was an evidence of his justification by faith. He, that, that truth of his justification yeah. was, was fulfilled in his life. Now we're absolutely, aren't we? we're on the edge of our seats, John, because there's yes. something in this um, passage in um, Genesis 15, yes. which is which Galatians about. tells us is when the Lord preached the gospel to Abraham. Yes, in advance. Yeah, and and we got to understand that it's faith in the Messiah. You get saved of through course. faith in the Messiah, of not course. through faith in an arbitrary promise of God. Mm. So how, what's going on here? And I would point out that they knew about the Messiah from the start. Genesis 3:15. Yep. God told Adam, and it was passed on down, you know, uh, Genesis, I will put enmity between you and the woman and between her, your seed and her seed, mm. the seed of the woman, which mm. is a reference to the Messiah, yeah. who would be born of a virgin. Mm. He will bruise your head or crush your head and you will bruise his heel. It's a promise, prophecy of the Messiah's victory over Satan and sin and death. He will crush him underfoot, but he will also be poisoned mm. He will, that's a prophecy of his death, that he would take the poison of sin on himself, the bite of the serpent. Could so it be that, that Abraham, when it said he believed in the promise, that there's an element of this promise in the Garden of Eden? Amen. Yeah. Got it. Got to understand, they did have knowledge of the Messiah. Yeah. So, let's have a look at it. Yeah. In verse, um, he's told, verse 5, Genesis 15, 5, Look now toward the heaven and count the stars if you are able to number them or count them. But the, in the Hebrew, this word, it's not a bad translation, but it's really tell the stars. And it I could like be translated, tell the story of the stars. Mm. And um, mm. this is what I would say. Um, there, there, there is a book, 
if you were, there are a number of books, but a book by Bullinger, he mm. called The Witness of the Stars. Mm. And basically, and, and there's a, some scriptural evidence for this, that actually God designed the constellation. Psalm 147.4 says that God named the stars. Let's, he let's calls them forth. I, I know we're going, we'll yeah. put it up on the screen, you see. It's one of yeah. the most wonderful, yeah. it's one of the most wonderful um, Psalm 147 verse 4. Yeah. He counts the number of the stars. He calls them all by name. Yeah. And there are references in Job and other books, Isaiah, to definite different constellations. Okay. Yeah. Now, and in the creation story, he made the stars. Yeah. Also. And he named them. Yeah, that, so the naming is interesting. All, yes. the, the naming of the constellations goes back to ancient times. Well, yeah, well, we, right. Now, there's been a few modern editions, yeah. but you can track it back in all the different languages, the names of all the stars and the names of the constellations. Mm. And they tell a story. Okay? There, there, there's a story in the stars. Mm. And um, it's, it's Which actually, is only really um, tellable, as it were, from the perspective of Earth looking at the yeah, stars. looking at the stars. I mean. And so it was like, imagine the days... Because that story and the patterns of the stars wouldn't be seen from another part of the universe. No, no it's for, for yeah. us. Yeah. And, and imagine in the days before TV, all right, what do you do at night? Yeah. You stare at the stars. I mean, this is God's visual board, right? right? Signs in the heavens. And they would, they would know the stars much better than we do. And there's a whole story in the stars, and it, it starts with Virgo, mm -hmm. the Virgin, Mm. The major star there, Spiker, is the seed. Mm. And, and the message of that is the virgin birth of the Messiah, mm. Genesis 3.15. And as you follow it round, it's all biblical imagery. The, the next one, I think, is like Libra, which is the scales of justice. And, and the two, there's two stars in the two scales. One is the, pri the deficient. There's a deficiency. Yeah. And then the price that covers. And it's a message of... The atonement. So just, it's wonderful, and I don't want to break the flow, but, mm. but just uh, we need to differentiate what we're talking about here, which is so important, mm. visually portraying God's eternal plan, as it were, from astrology. Yes. Well, I mean, here we have, here we have God's wonderful plan of, of, of n not foretelling, of presenting the future to us, mm. in, in fact, in the skies. Of course, the devil hasn't got original idea, so he takes the idea of mm. foretelling the future and perverts it yeah. and says, you know, I, my demons will whisper in your ear what's going to happen to you tomorrow and you can link it to all the, so whichever star sign yeah. you were born under and, um, and we'll take it from there. It, completely different. This is, this is not astrology yeah. at all. So it's, it's a good point that he counterfeits what God, you know, exactly. the original. He yes. never comes up with anything original. Yeah. He counterfeits. Yeah. Yeah. And he wants to, you know, Isaiah 14, he wants to take God's place ultimately in, that, in any way he can do it, even with the subject of the stars. Yeah. So not wanting to break the flow, um, uh, you've mentioned two constellations. Let me just mention one more. Yeah. Uh, one, there's this amazing picture, I think it's Ophicius. And he is grappling with a serpent, and the serpent is reaching for a crown. And also, under the foot of Ophicius is a scorpion, Scorpio, mm. yeah. and crushing the, that scorpion. Yes, right. So you've got all these biblical images, and particularly you've got champ, the Christ. They're all pictures of Christ, who is the champion, yeah. taking on the serpent, taking on the dragon, Draco. Mm. Yeah. And, and vi being victorious. Mm. And, and then the very last one mm. 
is, um, I'll just mention this, the very last one. Don't just mention anything. Leo. You, you, yes, please. Uh, the, the lion. Yes. The lion of Judah. So yes. it starts with the virgin. It ends with the lion of Judah coming victoriously, you know. And, um, you know, it, it, to study it is a very interesting thing. Sounds we don't need it now because we've got the Bible. All right. That's true. But before the Bible, yeah. God actually gave them this revelation. And that's exactly what, and of course with Re Abraham, it says that tell the stars, and Abraham told the stars, because they would have known it, it would have been passed down yeah. the generations. And it, then he says, so shall your seed be. Singular, Christ. Yes. In other words, this is talking about the Messiah, which Abraham understood, but he's saying the Messiah will be fr from you, Abraham. So it's not so shall your offspring, you know, many nations be, it's so shall your seed. Not primarily. Be. I'm no, sure there's yeah. a secondary thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. but the primary promise was the promise of the Messiah. And so when Abraham put his faith in the Messiah, God's yeah. promise of the Messiah, Praise the Lord. He, that's when he was justified by faith. You, you're justified. And the proof is Romans 10. Yeah. Because he's talking about the gospel here, and he says, uh, Isaiah says, um, sorry, verse 17, Romans 10, 17. So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. And then he says, but I say, have they, have they not heard? Mm. In other words, the objection comes, From the beginning. what about people who haven't heard? You know, especially in the early time. Yep. Yes, indeed. Their sound has gone out to all the earth, and their words to the end of the world. That's now right. that is quoting Psalm 19. Yeah which we need to, yeah, very need to good. look at uh, now. Yep. And we can't race it, so let's, no, because we want no to put it up on the screen. Psalm 19 is... The heavens declare. This is the proof, really. Yeah. The heavens declare. So Psalm 19 is saying, no, they, they did hear the gospel. Mm. They heard it through the heavens. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You know, God, God the promise of Genesis 3.15 was placarded in the heavens. Yeah. And there's pictures of the atonement in there. Yeah. and the victory of Christ. And so, John, can John read it? Because oh, yeah. I know that you're, you're giving a great exposition, but it's good to bring just those early verses of Psalm 19. Yes, okay. Yeah. Uh, first, up to verse 4 six, or yeah. uh, verse 6? Yes, good. verse 6. Yeah. <clears throat> the heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament shows his handiwork. Day unto day utters speech, and night unto night reveals knowledge. There's no speech nor language where the voice is not heard. Their line has gone out through all the earth and their words to the end of the world. In them he has set a tabernacle for the sun, which is like a bridegroom coming out of his chamber and rejoices like a strong man to run its race. Mm. Its rising is from one end of heaven and its circuit to the other end and there's nothing hidden from its heat. Yeah. So, absolutely See, the beautiful. sun represents Christ, the son of righteousness. Yeah. And it, the sun goes on a circuit in the heavens. It's called the zodiac. Yeah. Okay, yeah. please don't panic. You know, yeah, we're know. not talking about astrology. That's we're, right. I know that's completely yeah, wrong. Try to but nevertheless, the, God named these constellations. He yeah. gave them because they're presentations of the gospel. And the sun goes. Th it, the zodiac means a path. So the sun goes on this path through the heavens. It's a picture of the bridegroom, who is Christ, coming out of his chamber like a strong man. There's a number of, like Hercules, and mm. you know, there's pictures of these strong men victoriously running his race. So it's all about the whole work of the Messiah mm. from his birth as a virgin 
for the second coming and how he runs his race. And every year the story is told yeah. as the sun does it. The heavens declare the glory of God. Who's the glory of God? Yeah. Christ. That's right. And so he's not just saying, you know, the awe of watching the heavens. He's actually saying there's information that God encoded in the constellations. Oh, we, Notice the... Yeah, oh, no, 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 no. It's right. I was going to say, in, in, if we just, as it were, wind ourselves back to the time of Abraham and before Abraham, this was a period of great storytelling. Yeah. They didn't have television. Right. At night, they'd have sat under the stars in a clear, clear sky, there no light pollution or anything like that. Mm. And they'd have told these stories. Yes. They knew them because God had given to them, you know, probably Adam and Eve had them and told them. And, and these stories would have been told, yeah. wouldn't they? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And it's yeah. interesting in Psalm 19, it seems to go into another psalm. Yes, that's right. Verse 7, the law of the Lord. Mm. So here is the Bible, come, eventually the Bible comes in. Yes, All right. that's right. And, and of course, the Bible's better. It's it two sides of the same coin, you know, exactly. same message. The revelation in the heavens, the revelation in the Word. Yeah. And of course, now we have the Word of God, we don't strictly need the God to know about the gospel yeah. in the stars yeah. because we have the Bible, we have something better. Mm. But that doesn't mean that God didn't provide for them back then mm. with a wonderful picture book in the, in the sky. Yeah. You know, if you do study it, um, it, it's, it's fascinating, it's quite an exciting uh, yeah, study. Yeah, very exciting, um, very exciting. But that's what Abraham believed in the Messiah, mm. Mm. In who was his seed. Yeah. And that's what was the basis. And so you, you actually, it's faith, not just faith that saves you, it's faith in Jesus Christ that yeah. saves you. It's really, really helpful. And that, I think that does help to unravel the, the mystery of, it, of Abraham's it does. saving it, faith. It really does. And, yeah. and just again, thinking back to what I was just saying, I mean, this, this knowledge, they, no human being, I've, I've done a lot of stargazing, star looking over the years. I had to compute my position from the yeah. stars. You know, I was a land surveyor and done a lot of field astronomy. Mm. And just the sheer majesty of the mathematics of the heavens, yes. you know, yes. is absolutely wonderful. But, you know, human beings left to their own devices could not have worked out this, this imagery in the stars. It, it, it takes, a, you know, you need to be able to join these stars up to, to paint the constellations and then you can see it. But they had the knowledge. Yeah. The, the Lord, Adam was created full of knowledge. Yeah. And he would have taught this knowledge to his own children. Yeah. And, and, and I'm sure the knowledge had continued, but the significance of it had become watered down. Mm. And so when the Lord brings Abraham back to base and says, now look up, Abraham already knows the stories, but he doesn't understand it. And then it's I'm, I'm, I'm theorizing mm. a bit here, but, but um, then the Lord explains to him the significance of the Savior. He sees it, he sees it, it clicks in and he believes it. Yeah. It is, and it's, it's belief in your heart. Yes. And, and at the end of um, Psalm 19, it says, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart always be acceptable in yeah. And the other, the other sort of psalm which comes to mind when we're talking about how wonderful it all is, is Psalm 139. Such, you know, knowledge is too wonderful yes. me, uh, that we were woven together in the, you know, in, in our mother's womb, but yes. in the earth, as it were, yeah. you know, from the dust, Adam was made. And then at the end of 
That psalm is a search my heart. Search, search me, know my heart, see if there be any wicked way in me. So it's, it's, it's relating um, our inadequacies. Depart from me, I'm a sinful man. Creating me a clean heart. It's, it's, it's not just a physical, you know, visual appreciation of a story. It's something that actually goes deep into our heart and, yeah. act, and is part of our relationship with the Creator. Yes. Mm. So in believing in the Messiah, we're believing in God the Creator. Yes. We are acknowledging our conscience, the spiritual realm. It's, it's much more than just yes. getting out a land surveyor's measuring instrument, if you know what I mean. Yes, it it's, is. It's humbling. It's a connection. Well. No, it's exciting. Yeah. The, and I'll tell you one interesting thing. Yeah. Um, Among it others. Was, it was years ago that I studied this, but um, you know when the sun turned to darkness on the cross? Mm. There are other, the Bible doesn't say, but other writings do describe this, extra-biblical writings, that, mm. and it talks about the sun coming out, one of the, the Greek writers. Sorry, the stars were visible. The yeah, sun was blotted out by the and darkness, suddenly appear. and they saw the stars. And guess which constellation the, the, the sun was in at that time? Yeah. Aries, the Lamb. And so, even in the star picture, mm. the position of the sun describes what, what's happening right there, mm. and it was the Lamb of God. And, and, and so, Aries is all about the sacrificial lamb. Yeah. Another one is Revelation 12. Yes, I was just thinking yeah. about that. Because I believe, personally, Jesus was born around the time of tabernacles. That's right. Now, if that's true, uh, it, it actually... It is interesting in Revelation 12, if, if, you, if you get in 2 BC, which is what I believe the date was, um, the sun was in Virgo, the Virgin. And it talks in Revelation 12, he has this image in the heavens, it says, yeah. of, of a woman and this clothed with the sun, mm. with the moon at her feet. Mm. And in 2 BC, at, around the time of Christ's birth, you have that. You have the moon at Virgo's feet. You have the sun in Virgo because that's where, awesome. you know, it's that's awesome. saying at the time of birth, awesome. this is just, what was in the heavens. Just, Absolutely awesome. And I've just seen... Messiah coming forth seen from the Virgin. Some, something else because, yes. you know, I, I've observed stars all through the night and yeah. into the dawn and they gradually get fainter and fainter and fainter and as you've got a very powerful telescope, but eventually you can't see them. Now, do you see this? The stars are there all the time. When the sun is up, you can't see them, mm. you don't need to. Yeah. But when it gets dark mm. and the yeah. sun is not there, you need the encouragement mm. of this, this Absolutely. painting, this mm. prophecy in the sky. Yeah, yeah. it's amazing. Yeah. A Revelation 5, in a way, which is very profound, again, who's worthy Yes. to open the scroll. I feel like reading that one, if you can, John. Yeah. It's, it's, it's verse, um, it's chapter 5 of Revelation, and then it says, I, I, it's almost worth reading from, um, from the first verse, or, and, then, and then go through to, the, um, to verse 6. Right. And I'll go further, but that's, that, there's okay. something majestic about the juxtaposition of the lamb, Aries, 
yeah. with the lion Leo. Yeah. And it's there okay. in one person. Right. And I saw in the right hand of him who sat on the throne a scroll written inside and on the back, sealed with seven seals. Then I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, Who is worthy to open the scroll and to loose its seals? And no one in heaven or on the earth or under the earth was able to open the scroll or to look at it. So I wept much, because no one was found worthy to open and read the scroll or look at it. But one of the elders said to me, Do not weep. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has prevailed to open the scroll and to loose its seven seals. And I looked. And behold, in the midst of the throne and of the four living creatures and in the midst of the elders stood a lamb as though it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God, sent out into all the earth. Mm. Mm. It's you want me to stop there? knowledge is too wonderful for us. <laughs> yes. It is too wonderful for us. Yeah. It should all be there pictorially mm. and even it's marvellous to just think of how right. it's all Isn't woven it? together in the scriptures. Yeah, I mean the heavens really do proclaim the glory of the Lord, That's don't right. they? And yeah. How they, they line up and match and yeah. replicate and reference yeah. everything that's going on. And then within there you've got this portrayal of the, the gospel message. Yes. Mm. It's interesting, Genesis 15, yeah. it says, And Abraham believed in the Lord. He didn't say that's right. he believed the Lord. Yes, no, that's right. He believed in the Lord. Yeah. Christ. Yeah. He believed right. in Christ, you see. Yeah. And also, Job is one of the early books. Yes, isn't it? it is. And, and so God spoke to Job yes. through the stars and the constellations. Very much it, so. it, it just shows that they were all familiar. Job yeah. didn't even live in Israel, he lived in Edom or something like that. But he knew about the stars, it was yeah. common knowledge. Yeah. And he uh, says, verse, um, uh, read it. Yes, chapter Job 38. That's right. Just at the 31 end. 31 to 32. Um, and it is, by the way, this is God speaking, if I remember. Yes, yes um, it is. Up and, uh, after you've heard all the speeches of the others, um, wonderful. <laughs> his friends wonderful and, companions and, and Job himself, then God speaks. Exactly. Okay. I mean, this is some Chapter 38. Can you bind the cluster of the Pleiades? Verse, just, 31, sorry. Verse 31. Can you bind the cluster of the Pleiades? That's like the seven sisters. Yeah. Uh, on Taurus's back. The Taurus, the bull. Yeah. That's another story. Yeah, but yeah. Um, that's a picture of the church, actually, Pleiades. Mm. Um, but it's interesting. He says, can you bind? And it is. He, they wouldn't know it, but it is gravitationally a bound cluster. Mm. Uh, or loose the belt of Orion, you see. Now, that actually is a loosed cluster. It is. The astronomers have found that out now. They're, yeah, they're going apart. You that's know right. that. Yeah, yeah. So th there's an accuracy there, you yeah. see. Uh, can you bring out Maseroth, and that's really the zodiac, the, the whole, yeah, yeah, the whole the constellation, whole set, the yeah. whole thing yeah. in its season. So yeah. this isn't something for us to be embarrassed about. It's just that the devil's corrupted it into that's astrology. Right. I know. But why did he? He t he always takes something that's holy and mm -hmm. sacred, a divine revelation, and then he tries to twist it. Mm -hmm. You see. Mm -hmm. um, or can you guide the great bear with it with its cubs? Mm -hmm. So clearly he knew, and notice, these are the same constellations. Mm -hmm. This is Job, yeah. right? 
almost, say, 4,000 years ago almost. Yeah. And it's all the same names that we use today. It's amazing. Because they come down, in all the ancient languages, they essentially agree. Mm. So it's a very early revelation to man. Actually, verse 33 is significant. Do you know the ordinances of the heavens? Can you set their dominion over the earth? Mm. Now, we take that for granted, but that's basically saying the same scientific laws that apply in the heavens apply on the earth. That's right. That's what made Isaac Newton a genius. Yeah. Because, you know, the classic story is probably not true, but he realized somehow that the same force that made the apple fall to the ground is the same force that's causing us to go around the sun and the moon to go around the earth, the force of gravity. But that's a, that's a genius moment to realize the forces out, uh, operating out there are the same forces operating but I would say, on the As earth. John would say at the beginning, yes and no. But it's, you know, it was yes here and all the no, time. Because it's there all the time. Yeah. And that's the, yes, he's a genius, but it just clouded by, you know, human wisdom. Yeah. But the Bible was ahead of him. Was one that's of right. Yeah. But the key <laughs> thing is the, to identify there's one creator God who's created order. And so within that order, you can make great discoveries. If it is a random, you know, chance, you know, spasm that just sort of disintegrates you, there there is no order to then discover anything. There's no basis to believe there's any order at all. Yeah, all great discoveries come from the fact that there's order. Yes. It's discernible. In fact, what we call modern science developed from believers Totally. Because they believed the universe was created by a faithful God, he would order his universe faithfully. Therefore, we can investigate how he does that and we can learn from it. That's why it's an app, in my mind, and I'll give my final days to this, it's a scandal that the education system has blotted out creation. It's, Mm. it's, It's wicked that our country requires anyone who has government funding in a specific clause to say that they will not teach the creation mm. hypothesis. They won't, don't even want even the tiniest element of acknowledging God as creator. Yeah. And that is what's destroyed our country. It's nothing to do with economics or politics. It's spiritual and the mm. devil has ripped out the heart of education, mm. which once it was formed by Christian you know, endeavor, you know, by a lot of sacrifice, the, the whole school system, it was then handed over to the state a hundred odd years ago and post-war, the state has gone secular. All the assets that were given, uh, you know, sacrificially have been squandered mm. by, by the, the philosophies of the, of the 60s. You've mentioned in the past Marxism. They have taken over. Um, they've um, robbed us, hijacked mm. um, Christian education that has God at the heart of it. And I, I'm, it's tragic. Yeah. And it's a massive job to overturn it. And pastors need to wake up, parents need to wake up, that if you take God out of a child's education, God the Creator, there's no message of the gospel. Mm. No. There's no message but, of but salvation. We, we, we should comfort ourselves again that the Lord has not been caught out by this. No. He tells us this is going to happen. No. The problem for us is that we're in this generation. Yeah. We, you know, and and so, there's a judgment that's... that's yeah, a, and we're having to live it. through it and, and, and rationalise it in our own minds, knowing how wicked it is, but knowing that God said, this is going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wake up, boys. This is my story. You destroy this is creation, you destroy morality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You destroy conscience. You, yes. you destroy 
as I said. And there's only one answer to that, and it's the return of the Lord. It's the gospel on the one hand and the return on the Lord on the other. It's the only solution. And don't abandon, abandon kids and think, oh, well, we've got a Sunday school where we can draw a little coloured picture of Noah's Ark and giraffes, yeah. you know, and elephants hanging out of it. And that's going to somehow counter five days of secular humanist indoctrination of an ideology which is godless. It's not. So no. somehow we have to find a way yeah, of, of preserving kids when they grow up, uh, you know, beyond the age of discretion, they can make a decision, I think. Yes. But, but those who are younglings, we should be nurturing them, protecting them mm -hmm. and allowing these little saplings to grow, um, you know, beside rivers of water, yeah. streams of living water, so that they can then be oaks of righteousness yes. to testify to the truth. But you see, they're no longer taught how to think, they're taught what to think. And that's the problem. Yeah. Mm. The whole teaching philosophy exclusive. is no longer training little minds yeah. so they can learn to process and, 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 they and reason. Uh, what to think, but also they create the paradigm outside of which you are not allowed to think. That's right. Mm. So you must think within yeah. this paradigm and you will be, your career prospects will be cancelled if mm. you go outside. And That's even right. as an adult yeah. scientific researcher, you're in trouble, aren't you? You don't get the peer reviews, you don't get... Yeah. Um, career progression. Peer reviews are no longer of any value at all, as far so, as I can um, see. I've enjoyed this Bible study. <laughs> <laughs> I just think we've, we've opened up new vistas. Um, and by the way, you can get the, an app um, on your phone, which I'm trying to get to Derek, where you, you can just hold it up to the night sky and you can see, and these constellations are named. Don't be fearful mm. of God's creation. Yeah. Just acknowledge that he's the creator. Yeah. Keep going, we've got a few minutes left. But well, that's, uh, that's exciting. It is exciting. Praise God. And um, Abraham believed God and it was accounted to him for righteousness. Yeah. Let me just say this, it's yeah. an important point. I don't think it's that his faith is accounted as such. Yeah. Um, it just says it is accounted to him for mm -hmm. righteousness. It's actually Christ's righteousness yeah. that is Good. accounted or imp that's where we get the word imputed from. Good. It's put to your account imputed righteousness. Yeah. So it's Christ's righteousness that's received through faith. Yeah. So Abraham believed God and through his faith, God could impute the righteousness of Christ. Because it was the faith in Christ, he could receive the righteousness of Christ. Amen. Amen. It all fits together. Yeah. Sorted. Do we need another Bible study after this one? <laughs> um, so the heavens declare the glory of God. There is shouting at you. There is no excuse. There's no excuse. Don't exchange the glory of the immortal creator God for images made to look like mortal man, birds, animals and reptiles. It's ridiculous. Don't exchange the truth of God for a lie. Worship and serve him for all eternity. Amen. Amen.